Welcome back to another edition of the Gooses Loose podcast. It is Wednesday, December 12th. I am in Charlotte, North Carolina. It is a little chilly today. Um, it's been chilly, cold. I mean, it's been cold for a while now, um, probably a couple weeks. So hopefully that turns around soon. Um, but I'm going to get right into it. Um, it's almost the end of 2018. Like I said, TGIL is coming back stronger in 2019. Um, so this is just going to be a quick episode. Like I said, I don't have much storage time. I'm trying to get out of here. I might be going to the Hornets game at seven. Maybe not. But um, so there's not much sports today. I'm kind of mailing in the rest of 2018 until I can restart 2019 and get situated. Um but I'm just going to get right into it. Um, I listened to a podcast the other day, uh, winging it with Vince Carter and Kent Bazemore, two NBA players on the Atlanta Hawks. They had uh, Steph Curry and Andre Iguodala on their podcast. Uh, and Curry drew some waves with a comment he made about the moon. He said, I don't believe we ever landed on the moon. Uh, it stirred up some controversy. There was a lot of people talking about it, blah, blah, blah. Well, I believe on a past episode of TGIL, The Goose is Loose, uh, we mentioned um, the Atlanta Hawks uh, dead person they found in a freezer in the baseball stadium. And I just thought it was very strange how that wasn't like talked about. It was a brand new stadium. Like, what the hell's going on over there? And I believe I mentioned that I have some moon thoughts. And so I'm going to bring them out today because Curry decided to bring them up. So I'm not sure I'm in complete agreement with Steph in that we've never been to the moon. Um, I'm not saying we have. I'm not saying we haven't. I just don't really have an opinion either way. I guess I would lean and say we probably have been at least once. But really my question is, it comes with, so the first man on the moon was obviously Neil Armstrong, uh, July 20th, 1969. That was the first time we were on the moon. The last time we were on the moon was December 11th, 1972. That's a three year span, 1969 to 1972. We went six times in that three year span. My question is why did we go three times to the moon between 1969 and 1972? And we haven't been back once since. So there's a lot of theories like, oh, like it was a race to the moon. Okay, well, if it was a race to the moon, we went, we won. Why go back five other times? Oh, we, we were just trying to do what we we're trying to test other things. Okay, great. Why'd you go back five times? Why haven't we gone back? Technology has improved. Everything has improved since 1972. Um, I, I just don't understand why it makes sense that we went six times in three years 30, 40 years ago, and not once since. I just don't understand how I'm the only one who thinks that's like a little fishy. Um, so I'm not necessarily in agreement with Steph that we never landed on the moon. I, I, I guess I lean that we probably did, but I, I just don't understand why we went six times in three years between 1969 and 1972, but what, and not once since. There's something, I don't have an answer. I'm not going to sit here and drop a conspiracy. I mean, I'm genuinely curious about this. I'm not, this isn't like a hot take. Nobody has given me a legitimate answer. Why we went six times between 1969 and 1972 and not once since. So somebody give me an answer about that. I just don't know. Um, that's kind of what TGIL is today. I mean, I'm just going to kind of ramble because I, I just, I genuinely do not understand it. And Steph bringing it up, um, I thought it was a good time to bring it up on my podcast. So somebody just tell me why we went three times between 1969 and 1972 and not once since. All right, next topic. All right, next topic isn't a topic. It's actually uh, the mailbag. Uh, 
please remember to write in T-G-I-L, the goose is loose for short. Let me rephrase. T-G-I-L, short for the goose is loose, at levypool.com is the mailbag. Stop texting me for it. It is T-G-I-L at levypool.com. Anonymous question came in. Uh, Golf question. If you had to pick a dream team for some active players, in parentheses, who would you choose? Um, This is kind of a question that I think is pretty common amongst the internet and just people in general. Um, But my answer is pretty easy. Not pretty easy. I guess the third one. The the first two are easy. Um, Cam Newton and Michael Jordan in my foursome. No question. Um, I would probably... And my th- I'll just say it now. My third person would be Mark Cuban. Um, just I think that's a hell of a foursome right there. Myself, MJ, Cam, and Mark. Uh, a lot of money between the four of us. So that would be my. I guess now that I'm looking at the question, he might have meant golf foursome. Um, so of golfers, it would. I mean, that's pretty easy too. Uh, Ricky, Spieth, Tiger. That's the foursome right there. Both times. Next question is from Tim. Is Lamar Jackson, not Tim Flaherty to clarify. Um, next question is, is Lamar Jackson for real? Um, I don't know. Uh, he, I picked him up in fantasy. Um, I, I don't know. Um, he gives the Ravens sort of an identity that they didn't have before. Um, I, I don't know if I would buy Lamar Jackson's stock. I mean, his throws haven't looked great. Um He's kind of like a, not that you should be playing two quarterbacks, but I don't think it's the worst thing to bring him in for like a series to just do a shit ton of run pass options. Um, I I guess to answer the question, no, Lamar Jackson is not the real deal, uh, but he's interesting. So I guess that's something. That's it for the mailbag. Um, T-G-I-L at levypool.com. Send in some more questions. Um, I'm just going to briefly touch on something I've been watching. Um, basketball, a love story. Uh, it premiered probably a couple months ago. Um, it's, I believe, a 24-part documentary um, that has been in the works for a couple of years. You can tell some of the interviews are old. Um, but I just finished episode six last night. Um it, it sort of it jumps around. It's a bunch of ten to fifteen minute clips. There's a couple shorter clips. There's a couple longer clips, um, and it kind of jumps around chronologically. But the basis of the series, documentary, whatever it is, um, is sort of in chronological order, with a couple you know jump ins here and there. Um, and last night I just finished episode six, and it's starting to get a lot more into my. Uh, time and um generation i guess i would say uh the basically basketball before magic johnson larry bird just doesn't interest me like i I hate to say that and be a snob and whatnot but i mean i love basketball now i think the nba is obviously at an all-time high it's incredibly entertaining on and off the court but I didn't feel the same about basketball. I didn't feel the same about basketball 10 years ago. I definitely didn't feel the same about basketball 50 years ago. Um, So for me, basketball, I mean, I know this is going to sound dumb and that people are going to run with it, but basketball didn't really start for me until like 1980, I believe is when Magic and Bird came into the league. Um, Because like you just can't, there's no three-point line and who knows what the hell is going on. But 
um, episode six, it just started to get into that bird magic and kind of after that into the Jordan Hakeem eras. Um, so it's getting good. I would definitely recommend it if you like basketball. Um, start on you know episode six or seven if you want to be recent like me i uh i had them all on dvr so there are some of them are two hours i think the first couple episodes were even longer um but they're nice to just be able to watch like you can just watch i can watch 20 minutes a night i can watch whatever you know if i want to watch two clips a night i can do that with the dvr so i'd been kind of just pausing it and then coming back to it and i just finished episode six last night i watched about 45 minutes in a row um, and it's really good. They just uh, there is a Schenectady, New York shout out. Uh, shout out Pat Riley being from Schenectady. They talked about that briefly, um, but I would definitely recommend it if you haven't seen it yet. Um, I think the clips are on like ESPN.com, but it's hard to get the episodes in their entirety. I believe because I tried to do that myself. Um, yeah, so basketball love story. It's starting to get good. Um, I believe they've aired ten episodes so far. I have four more on my DVR: seven, eight, nine, ten, and uh, episode six was really good. I watched that last night. Um, like I said, I'm running out of time here. I still haven't got a text, so I guess I'm probably not going to the Hornets game, but I still don't have much storage time. Um, holiday season approaching. I'm going to give you a couple recommendations, and then I will leave you with a little tease for the end here. Um, I don't know if anybody still buys movies anymore, but I feel like I used to get movies for Christmas a while ago. Um, so I just wrote down a movie recommendation and a book recommendation. Um I think people would be surprised to know that I've turned into a a semi-legitimate reader. Um, I certainly like my own, you know, type of books. I, I basically every book I own is nonfiction. I, I essentially only read nonfiction. I'm not into fairy tales and fantasies and Game of Thrones and that bullshit. But um, so I, I think I have a pretty good book collection I've read, and uh, I'm going to try and give a recommendation, a unisex recommendation out. Um, that doesn't cater to, that doesn't 100% cater to sports and gambling. Uh, book recommendation for the holiday season, Shoe Dog. It's a story about Phil Knight, the creator of Nike. Um, I got it for Christmas, I believe, uh, two Christmases ago. I want to say two or three Christmases ago. Um, and I read it. I believe it was the first book I re- I got a couple books that Christmas and it was the first one I started and I think I finished it in like a record time. It was phenomenal. Um, and I've I kind of forgot kind of how it, it the I I do this where if I haven't seen a movie or read a book in over like two or three years I just basically forget about it unless I've seen it or read it multiple times. Um, so yeah, Shoe Dog, great book. Uh, unisex, male, female. It's about the creator of Nike. Phenomenal book. Uh, movie recommendation, also a unisex. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street. It is my favorite movie of all time. Um, when it came out, I believe 2013, 2014, it surpassed uh, Saving Silverman, which was my previous number one movie of all time. Um, I'm just going to leave you with a teaser. Next week, we'll do the uh, the Goose's top 10 movies of all time. So that's a little tease for next week. Um, I'm going to wrap it up here. Uh, and yeah, uh, stay tuned for uh, next week's TGIL. No beer this week. I'm in a rush. Peace.